I probably made my first million at the age of 35. If you see this chart, which is in my ebook, How to $1 million, I'll leave links below to it, you would see that I started working very early and I took a very unconventional path. Not too bad, at least I got there. But if I'd known some of these ideas which I'll share with you today, I'll probably reach a million dollars way earlier. Today, I have three key lessons that I'll give my younger self as advice. But since I can't travel back in time, correct? I'll give it to you today, absolutely free. Hi guys, welcome back. Let's start with the first lesson, which is to value time properly. How fast you build your first million dollars really depends a lot on income. You know, when we all leave school, we're all taught to get a job whereby we trade time for money. So let's use that as a starting premise in explaining this point on how to value your time better. Let's use $10 an hour, which is what we see in terms of pay at Starbucks or any F&B restaurant. How much would the monthly salary be? Take a quick moment to think through, and I guess you'll come up with this answer of around $2,000 per month. Because if you use $10 times 8 hours a day, which is about a 9 to 5 mindset, times 25 days a month, you will reach $2,000. Then the next question is how to make $100,000 in terms of annual income, correct? In Singapore, not many people break this down properly. So today, let me share with you some numbers for you to think through, especially if you're in the progress in terms of your income. That number to achieve $100,000 annual income, especially in Singapore, is about a $6,000 per month salary. If we add CPF contributions by employer, as well as a two to three month bonus, that will get you naturally to that 100,000 mark. Some of you watching may have already this level of income. Then the next question is how to get to $200,000 annual income. Naturally, there will be a 2X of what we've discussed previously, correct? A 12,000 per month salary base. All these numbers are linear building, but what I'm about to share with you next is really from my experience, seeing private clients on the ground and learning about different stories. The question next is how to get to 500,000 annual salary, correct? Is it 40,000 base salary with CPF? Maybe that's the case for some. But what I'd like to share with you is it's more likely the case of a 20,000 per month salary and a 250,000 variable income. This variable income can come from stock options, can come from performance bonus and commissions. It is this variable pay that differentiates the top 10% from those who are not. That is why some people have this formula. Give staff an increment of 2 to 3% per year and pay your top performance 20% more per year. Very often, what I see on the ground is this extra 20% will come in a variable format and top performance, you can guess, will hit them. Then what about if you are self-employed like me? You are in tuition business, you are a coach teaching swimming or tennis. Then let's define how to value your time a bit better. Just now we mentioned $10 an hour, the monthly salary will likely equate to $2,000. But we see very often a much higher per hour rate, especially for tuition teachers in Singapore. What if that power rate is $100? Maybe it's $100 for one child or a group setting of two kids, $50 each. But at $100 per hour, does a self-employed person typically make $20,000 a month, which is 2,000 times 10, or much less? The answer is actually much less. Very often in a self-employed format, or if you're doing side hustling and stuff, there isn't operating hours from nine to five. In addition, there's typically a lot of traveling time, a lot of admin time, refunds, cancellations, etc, etc. 
There are other expenses such as equipment, such as staff costs, that will eat into the net income. That is why I've observed, typically when someone charges $100 per hour, the net annual income is actually not $240,000, but closer to $100,000. Maybe this will shock you, but that's really what I've discovered and came to learn in terms of valuing my time. So to earn $200,000 annual salary, someone in this self-employed space need to be charging $200 per hour. Then what about hitting 500000 You can do the math and extrapolate from there. Of course, you need a valuable skill set to start things with. And just in case you have any mental limitations on how much per hour rate can be, this is the story of a guy who was once charging $500 to $1,000 per hour to banks because he was consulting on AI. He had a very specialized background in it. Now that is why also, when we see how much does it cost for a doctor to come to the home, typically you see three to $400. If you're a professional or a small business owner or a consultant, you need to understand the right per hour rate and you need to value your time more accurately. Then as the last part, while we talk about income and valuing time properly, if your income is based on projects like real estate sales, insurance sales, IT sales, you will need to look for projects that have enough deal size. Using property as an example, it takes the same time to sell a 3-room HDB flat at $500,000 and a 3-room condo at $2.5 million. Hopefully you find this sharing candid and refreshing and if you do, smash the like button. The second lesson to share is to leverage better. And to define it better, learn to spend and hire for help better. On this channel, I talk a lot about saving money and cutting back on spending. But spending for help is different from spending on wine and a luxury car. You know, we all come from different backgrounds. My parents were very thrifty people. That's why I'm very good at saving money. I intuitively know I find good deals for myself, such as the one from today's sponsor, Chris Plus. I'll get to that in a quick while. Now, if you're a little bit like me, maybe this section will resonate with you. When I built my website, it would have cost a few thousand dollars. I didn't want to spend that. That's why I built it up myself. When I hired for staff, I didn't want to spend too much. I hired for interns and did the rest myself. I could have gone on this path until I realized that if I don't know how to spend to get good help, I won't have proper leverage. Everybody trying to build something is kept by 24 hours a day, correct? That's why I had to change my own mindset back in 2023 and I brought in a fantastic assistant early. If you're watching this, excellent job. Mark, thank you very much also. And because of that, some things that are changing within my own practice is I'm able to meet clients much more often. I'm able to host client lunches such as this one at Sichuan Tohua where I use Chris Plus to get a fantastic rebate. Let me do a quick demonstration for you to see. Inside Chris Plus app, I usually look for our partners and over there I can find a lot of F&B restaurants with rebates using Chris Plus. What I usually do is to find the one with the highest Chris Pay Mouse earn rate. Look at this list over here, there are so many top restaurants and Sichuan Tohua is one of them. 9 miles per $1 spend is actually equivalent to about 6% rebate. Not only that, at Sichuan Tohua, you can get a 10% off total bill using Chris Plus. So of course, I paid using Chris Plus and this is the amount of rebate I've gotten that I can offset for future purchases. If you sign up today using my referral codes below, you'll get 750 miles absolutely free. That itself equates to $5. The next question naturally will be, what can you use this mouse to buy, correct? If we look at Gongcha, a per milk tea there costs $4. 
And from understanding the currency of Chris Plus, you can use 600 miles to simply purchase that per milk tea for yourself. Pretty good, correct? As you can see, Chris Plus is a very powerful rewards app. And just to re-highlight some of Chris Plus's key benefits, they are the only mouse accumulation mobile app in the market. Chris Plus allows you to stack rewards and there's no mean spend and no caps on the amounts of mouse that you can earn. So look out for links below to sign up today. Lesson number three, start earlier. Back when I was age of 27, I bought my first home, but I was already dating my girlfriend, who's my wife now, since we were 19. If you are looking for a flat, I would seriously encourage you to start things earlier. Having said that, do start only when your relationship is stable, not to dive into marriage recklessly. But if you are settled, go for that BTO, go for the EC, and buy that home earlier because BTOs and ECs have made many their first pot of gold. Now she saw this story on TikTok, how a couple in their early 20s managed to buy a four-room resale HDB flat. Quote, if we waited any longer and applied now, for example, the grants we would take would be significantly lesser and we'll be forced to take a bigger loan to finance our house. That is an interesting point of view because how our government grants work for HDB resale flat is that when you start off at a lower salary, you'll get a higher grant. And they actually got 90,000 worth of government grants to buy their first HDB resale flat. A further point to add for this is that when you buy your first flat earlier, you can reach the MOP, minimum occupancy period earlier. And if done correctly, that could be your first pot of gold earlier. Next, buy your first stock earlier. I bought mine at age of 21, but that was also when CDB accounts were allowed to be set up. Today, you can buy as soon as you're at age of 18. And to this point, I'd like to take it a bit further. Parents should encourage their children to start investing earlier and do it with them. Here are some tips that I'll be doing for myself in a few years time when my kid knows a bit more. The first is to explain what is a good investment approach. If not sure, subscribe and come to this channel. I do touch on investment approaches a lot. The second is what did you buy for yourself? What do you invest and why do you do so? Explain the reason and when you can teach someone, you realize you know it a lot better yourself. The third is to challenge them to be patient. In today's fast-paced world, we are all good in jumping in, jumping out, but good investing is a lot of times doing nothing. Show your own story and they can learn the lessons from there also. The third thing to start earlier is to start a business earlier. Let me pull back up my own journey to $1 million. I started my ice cream business at the age of 26. That seems early, but look at these people. Warren Buffett, he actually started selling chewing gum, Coca-Cola, and magazines door-to-door -door when he was in high school. Bill Gates, he founded a company at the age of 13. Mark Cuban, he actually sold garbage bags door-to-door -door at the age of 12. Jeff Bezos, he actually started his first business at the age of 11. What does this tell you? Start early, fail early, and learn, correct? So that's why, if you would like to build your first million dollars on your own terms, Corporate ladder may not be the way to go. Having this hustle and entrepreneurial mindset might be the faster way. And with that, I can round out the three key points we have today. Firstly, value time properly. Secondly, leverage better. Thirdly, start earlier. Thank you for watching right at the very end. Check out our sponsor today, Chris Plus, to get your sign-up rewards and ways to get rebates for yourself. And with that, I'd like to introduce you to this previous video I've done. How I actually lost 100,000 in a failed business at age of 27. 
I think it's good sharing that can hopefully inspire you in your journey. Awesome from here and see you there. Take care as always. Goodbye.